Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens of Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Had a little three-day weekend, so it was pretty nice. Uh, back to back to the prison tomorrow, you know. Um, but other than that, uh, pretty good. I got a chance to spend some time with my kids, which was very much needed. Um, well, my daughter left, but still, I spent time. With her. <laughs> um, <laughs> but other than that, pretty good. Can't complain. God gave me the opportunity to see another day. I'm grateful for it. So yeah, can't complain. What about you, Complex? I had a four-day weekend. I took off on Friday. Um, went out to Ooh. New Jersey for my homegirl's birthday. Uh, we went to Cheesecake Factory. Then we went to this erotic painting event that night. It was lovely. Got to paint and neon paint. Um, it's been a good week. It's been a good weekend. Got some more clarity from God, you know, just leaving people in the past that no longer serve me and keeping it the fuck moving. But y'all mm-hmm. bear with me tonight. I'm cramping and I'm hurting, so please bear with me tonight. Whew. We praying. Well, we praying. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump right on into the show, y'all. We're going to first start y'all off with the A.O. Queen and King quote. I have two. Um, both of them are sponsored by Pinterest. Um, okay, so the first one says, hold on, y'all. Y'all got to bear with me. I could have sworn I had everything loaded up. Okay, here we go. The first one is feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. Witness it, allow it, and release it. It's okay to feel, y'all. That's normal. You wouldn't be considered a human if you didn't feel emotion. Stop trying to cut that part out. Anytime you're going through something, it's okay to feel it, you know. That way when you feel it, you could build a boundary up, and then, you know, you'll know what you won't allow, you know, for the next time. But don't hold on to that feeling. Don't let that that feeling consume you. This spoke to me because I let anger consume me. The one little thing that ticks me off, I promise you I could stay mad for a whole week if I put my mind to it. But no, I will no longer let anger consume me, and I'll be quick to be angry. So we have to be intentional, y'all. We can feel it. We can witness it. We can allow it. But then after that, we have to release it in order to feel better. And my next quote says, a fresh start isn't a new place. It's a new mindset. I know I've said it and many others have said it, but I can speak for me. I've said that I want to move because I want something new. No, I have to change the way I think first. Once I change the way my mind is set up and the way that it works, I will feel better. I will feel like I have a fresh start, and then I can move. There's no sense of me trying to run and move away from the problems that I have here without facing them head on first because I will run into the same thing just disguised differently. So always know, y'all, a fresh start is not a new place. It's not a new state. It's not a new city. It's not a new town. It's how you think. Your mind has to change and evolve in order for you to get that fresh start. That is the A.O. King and Queen quotes for the week. All right, now we're going to jump right into Queen K. Slay Tips for Hair. Y'all, this time I am all about um, masks, okay? So I found these really dope masks, and, yes, I've tried it. Um, Okay, so the one for curly hair. If you realize that your curls are kind of, like, dull and you really want them to pop and look all pretty and just juicy, um, do this. Take some honey an egg, a little mayo, and some olive oil. Mix it all up. After you shampoo your hair, 
on there and leave it on for about a good, I'd say about an hour to two hours. I left it on overnight. It got really hard, and it was, like, really hard to sleep with. But anyway, when I tell you my curls was like, ooh, we, like, they they were so beautiful, okay? And I usually do this after I get my hair straightened because um, every time I get my hair straightened, I'm going to have a little bit of heat damage because of how thick my hair is and how much she has to really, like, get that hot comb worked in for me to get my hair straight, straight. So um, I do this, and it reverts my curls back, and it just keeps them hydrated. So that is a good mask. All right. All right, y'all. That is my Queen K Slay Tips Complex. Let's jump right on into that sipping tea for the soul topic. What we got for them tonight? All right, ladies and gentlemen, so tonight we are doing behind the scenes, like an access granted. I'm, I know I'm showing my age because half the people out here are like, what the hell is that? Access Granted was a show <laughs> that used to come on BET. Um, but, yeah, you know, me and Queen K are just going to give you a rundown of the show, um, letting you know, well, that's my first aspect, um, letting you know the reasons for the segments and uh, what our thought process was, you know, about each one. So since Queen K's uh segment is first, I'm going to let her explain what that uh, two segments is about and, you know, the reason that we came up with it. Okay, so the A.O. Queen and King quote, that came about because that just gives you a little burst of inspiration. Um, The quotes really hit home to me, so I share them. And, you know, you never know who's going through what when you read them, but I, I guarantee I'm not the only one feeling like this or going through this. So those quotes are just to keep people moving. You know, it, it's to feel good in, in the beginning of the show because sometimes me and Complex Topics, we go there. So we need that little breath of, all right, here we go, you know, to jump into it to get our minds together. Mm-hmm. So that's where the A.O. King and Queen quotes come from. I do get a majority from them off of Pinterest. As y'all know, me and Pinterest got a love-hate relationship. I feel like they should be paying me. They feel like I give mm-hmm. you a free subscription. That's neither here nor there. But that is where the A.O. King and Queen quote came from, just something to give the, the readers something positive, you know, something to look forward to, letting them know they are not the – I mean, not the readers, Lord Jesus, the listeners, um, letting them know that, you know, we go through stuff, too, and these quotes just don't help you guys. It helps us, too, because when I read them, it just be something pertaining to how my life is going. All right, so the yeah. Queen K Slay Tips for Hair. That came about because uh, me and Complex, a couple seasons ago, we had a, a, a topic about hair, and Complex seen how much I lit up with that episode, like how I could talk about it for day in and day out, and then also knowing that I do, I, I am a hairstylist, I do do hair, um, so that just came about from there, because it's like, you know, hey, you know, sometimes some queens don't know how to keep up on their hair, or it just be little tips, like uh, when Complex brings something to me that I didn't even know myself, so it's a learning experience for all of us, and I feel like our hair is our crown, so we have to treat it right, you know? So, um, yeah, that is how the play tips came about. I just, hey, I go on Pinterest, I go on YouTube, I get play tips from uh, Complex, as well as other people that I might find on Facebook, Instagram, or even TikTok. So I just share it with you guys. All right. Those okay. are my first two segments. Okay, so the next two segments that I'll go into is the sipping tea for the soul topic and the other woman. So when me and Queen K first came up with the um, 
when we first came up with the podcast, you know, we was like, we're always, women are always known to gossip. You know, I'm like, let's just make it different. <laughs> it's still going to be called Sipping Tea for Your Soul, but it's going to be about topics that we never really bring to the platform and that you never really see women get together and talk about. You know, we usually get together and we judge other women. You know, we talk about other people and we never really mm-hmm. sit back and have, like, self-reflection moments and just talk about, you know, shit that we're struggling with. Um, so, you know, we came about that, you know, sipping tea for your soul, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this yep. is tea that you need to sip for your soul, you know, versus, like, let's let's talk about struggling as a mom, depression. Let's talk about, you know, and, you know, fears of what was going on last year with, you know, the riots and everything. Let's talk about mm-hmm. how black women lives aren't, you know, don't matter. Like, we have to talk about stuff like that because it's so easy to get distracted and, you know, try to work it away, sleep it away, fuck it away. It, no, you know, it's, it's just time to talk about it and let's sit this tea for you. So uh, the as a woman question, it was, am I less of a lady? But then I changed it because I'm like, I don't want any of the listeners to ever feel like they're less of a lady. So we was like, you know, just as a woman, period, because, um, you know, you just want to know, like, you know, as a woman, do you mm-hmm. feel like, this? is this normal? Because yeah, I know for me, when I'm usually going through problems, I will tend to think that I'm the only one going through it. So I changed it to as a woman, and um, it's just basically questions that I struggle with that I want to bring to the platform to get advice. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, every time I bring a question, every woman, every guest, even Queen K can relate. So, you know, it's just for mm-hmm. that you know out there that you're not alone. Uh, but yeah, so I'll let Queen K go into the um, Girl, I See You and Girl, I Got Something to Say moment segment. Okay, so the Girl, I See You moment, um, that came about, it was glowing business for the week, but being complex, you know, we didn't, it was a time when we didn't even have a business to highlight, even though there are a bunch, but, you know, we didn't do the research into them, but blase, blase. But we renamed it into the Girl I See You, and that pretty much gives us the opportunity to highlight women, uh, businesses, anything that we want to shed some light just to give some acknowledgement to, some recognition, letting them know that we see you and keep going. That is just our uplifting moment right there. That is where we put people in that, that spot just to encourage them to keep on going. It's our little motivation tool. So that's where the girl I see you came from because, you know, we all we all need that motivation. You know, sometimes we feel like somebody is not, you know, that we are not being seen. We're not being heard. That is our moment to let you know we see you, we hear you, keep going, keep moving forward. And then um, the other segment is Girl, I Got Something to Say which we're going to rename unto AOX Queen K, okay? So y'all going to hear me say that in our next episode. It's going to be AOX Queen K, okay? So um, that is pretty much for me to get something off my chest. Now, Complex has, me and Complex have been going back and forth because at first I'm like, I don't always got something to say. But then Complex is like, just speak from your heart. Speak about stuff that you see, you know, stuff that you can find on the Internet, anything that you want to talk about bring it to the light, bring parent problems to the light, you know, just, just bring it. So I am rebuilding that. Um, I have to do some, just dig a little deeper for that segment, but that is pretty much for me to get stuff off my chest, to answer questions as well that people might have, that complex might have, anything that I come in, counter, in contact with uh, via social media or in 
my contact out there, you know, while I'm at work or something, that's what I'll be bringing into that platform. So that is what the, you know, girl, I got something to say. Well, what's new is AO, Ask Queen K, that is what that segment will be about. Just me just expressing how I feel, answering some questions that anybody might have. That's where that will be at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. And I'll get into, oh, well, I'll get into the last oh. two. Uh, <laughs> you had something else to say? No, I was just about to say, I was about to swing it to you, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I'll just uh, say the last two, which is um, the no apology thought and the self-affirmation. Um, no apology thought, it was originally um, be beautiful, but I'm like, people might not get that, you know, be you to the fullest. And I've seen how, you know, Queen K, you know, basically uh, was advertising AO, uh, AO Queens, you know, like, that's her brand, you know what I'm saying? Like AO Dark Skin, AO Queens, you know, like the logo on the podcast originally came Queen K's uh, logo. So I'm like, you know what? I need to advertise, you know, mine because, like, no apologies. I'm, I'm very I'm, – I'm, that's something that I really feel strong about because I realized that growing up my whole life, I always apologized for being myself. And no apologies mm-hmm. is basically – to tell, you know, women and men, never apologize for being yourself. Live in your true identity. You know what I'm saying? Like, find out what makes mm-hmm. you happy, not what someone else does. So I basically changed it to that. And I had a battle with God because sometimes I'd be like, oh, I don't want to say that. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. And he was like, no apologies, right? You know what I'm saying? you got to mm-hmm. give the real, raw truth. And it, it, it's not to be a bully to anybody. Excuse me. It's not to be a bully to anybody because trust me, the epiphanies I get smacks me in the face too. So I drag myself before I come to the platform to drag anybody else. But, you know, it's just basically like don't apologize for anything that happens in life. The good, the bad, the ugly, embrace it all. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. um, I had put an epiphany the other day that, um, you know, those breakups, those breakdowns and those breakthroughs, that's where you see your true self. So embrace all of it. Um, and the self-affirmation, I brought that in because, honestly, ever since the episode that we had with Kiera, um, black, you know, Dear Black Women, our, our dear, yeah, Dear Black Women, when she was saying mm-hmm. how, you know, she was listening to self-affirmations, that she started recording herself, and she got to a point where, like, you know, she was able to actually allow herself to cry in the recording. I started doing that. And I said before, I'm a person that does not like to show pain, but now in my recordings, I, I, I'm crying and everything. You know, I'm like, just fucking, just cry. Because it's not it's not <laughs> a weakness, you know. So mm-hmm. self-affirmations is just, I want to bring it in, you know, so that people can just learn that what we speak, it, it can happen. It can come into existence, yeah. you know. Like, the, the, the tongue is a very powerful weapon. So, you know, just like our mind can be our worst enemy, our mouth can speak you know, like some some horrible snakes to come into our lives and everything. Speak positive mm-hmm. into your life, you know, like change, change your surroundings. So that's why I brought those in. But all right, so we're going to go back around, and I'm going to ask you, Queen K, what was your thought process like for um, the uh, AO Queens and Kings quote in the Queens Play Hair Tips? Uh, what's my thought process for them? Like how do I get prepared mm-hmm. for them, what you mean? How do you get prepared for them, and, like, what is it like when you come on to, like, perform each one? Like, do you battle with it? Like, oh, are they going to like this quote? <laughs> okay. 
Uh, okay, so <laughs> to prepare for both of them, um, so okay for the AO Kings and Queens quote, I I I scroll through Pinterest all day, right? And I pretty much just find quotes. Yes, I do battle. I'm like, oh my god, dude, will this make sense? Will they understand where I'm coming from? Like that's why y'all hear me kind of like explain, you know, what they are. And then sometimes I'll be like, okay, I hope that this helps because I know that I'm going through this right now. What if nobody else is going through it? And they like, I want her to get her life together by now, you know, because of the quotes I bring. Oh, Jesus. So sometimes <laughs> I'll be feeling like they be like, dang, I wish she would hurry up and get her life together. Just change already. But it's a process for me. But I really do be, like, paranoid. Okay, with the hair tips, I, I pick them up as I go along. Like, um, I watch YouTube all day um, because I'm trying to stay off of social media right now. Um, but I, I I will get some from social media as well. And then it's just me, like, pretty much doing my clients' hair and learning different stuff with them. So, and then my own little hair journey that I'm on right now. So I bring you guys, I do personally myself or that I have tried mm-hmm. myself um, or, like, complex my burning question. Yes, I do be feeling like some of the listeners might be like, I already know that. Why is she saying stuff that we already know? Like, I'd be like, um, I'd be really battling with myself. Then sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to give them a hair tip because I probably already said it before because I can't remember what I said. But then something be like, that's your segment. Stick to it. You know, hey, if they heard it before, okay, cool. If And then you got some that didn't or did not know, you know, or missed that or forgot about it. So just keep going. So I battle with both segments. I battle with the whole show, y'all, because, before I get on this phone, Mondays is like me just trying to zone in to get ready to come on. It'd be some Mondays I'd be like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Like, But other than that, i just like, nope, I'm going to have a good show. I could do this. So that is my thought process, y'all. I, I beat my own self up first before I even get on here. Well, my thought process with the um, A.O. Queens and Kings quote, because the reason why, like, I wanted to put it at the beginning and not the end is because it's like what you said, you know, Mondays is like determines how your, I'm not even going to say it determines how your week is going to go, but Mondays is always a rough start. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think for anybody that's starting their day, like, you know, with my job, I am a person, I love a schedule. I like to stick to a schedule, but with my job, shit always happens. System goes down, a primary, you know, an emergency case has to come through and you have to stop what you're doing and do them. Somebody goes to the hospital, so you got to do an EIN. Shit goes haywire, okay? So when you get on here, it's like you're probably having a shitty day. So I can say for me, you know, listening to your quotes, because there have been some quotes that you have hit close to home, because I've been struggling, you know, I've been struggling with this breakup, you know what I'm saying, especially because Mm -hmm. of how involved, you know what I'm saying, I had this, Mm -hmm. you know, this person on the show, you know, how much I talked about him and everything. So I'm battling with it. And a lot of your AO Queens and Kings, Kings quotes really, does help, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, let's put that at the beginning so that if we are if we are having a bad day, it's going to lift. I can say anytime I've been on here with a fucked up mood, by the end of the show, I'm back, you know, I'm better. Um, yeah. And the uh, hair slave tips, I love it because um, I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks, but I'm a person, I, I specialize. I specialize in healthy hair. Like, I love for someone, mm-hmm. I, I like to go to anybody that can do you know, hair that will keep it growing and not make it break off. 
So a lot of your tips does help because I didn't even know that I was detangling my hair wrong. I was talking to my co-host, DC, and he was like, wait, that's the thing? It's a lot of things that we don't know. Like, shit, TikTok teaches me every day that I've been doing shit wrong. Every day someone shares a yes. TikTok video, I learn. I'll be like, damn, I was today years old. Today, uh, today's years old when I found that out. So, you know, like, it's like, you know, honestly, I'm very glad that you were um, very open and honest about that, battling with it, but... When you understand that this is your baby, you know what I'm saying, fuck what anybody else thinks because you're at a level where you can speak your truth, something that somebody else can't do. You know what I'm saying? So what what was your thought process like with the um the sipping tea for your soul and the uh the as a woman question? Oh, okay. <laughs> you wanna know what? <laughs> Sometimes that sympathy for the soul and that as a woman uh, segment, they be re- making me ready to hang up the damn phone. Like, once I find damn. out. Okay, so, y'all, me and Complex send each other the questions that we're going to ask on each uh, sympathy for the soul topic. You know, we, we both come up with aspects, and then we come up with questions, right? And when I get her questions, I'm like, she really want me to answer this, don't she? So I, I'm <laughs> thankful that she gave them to me, but then – then still, when she asked me, I'm like, she really want me to say this, huh? Like, I really be, <laughs> be like August like, Alcina. You be like August Alcina, so you gonna just go against the grain? That's what was that as a woman question, y'all. Now, not all the time she tells me what the as a woman question is. Let's just put that out there right there. She don't always give me a pre warning, and then I hear it, and I'm like, what? She really wants to show out, like. <laughs> Like, she don't understand how her questions really, like, make my mind work. Like, I, y'all, y'all get the real and raw me. Like, I don't open up to people at all. Like, what y'all hear on this show, this is the most y'all will hear about me. Like, if you ever wanted to know who I was, just listen to Queen's Queens with Vibes and Visions. I'm telling y'all. Complex be really taking me there. She really be jogging my my memory. She be making my thought press process move like I I would kid you not it's sometimes I'm like man fuck this I'm not answering this like I really want to get up and walk out like I really want to just hang up and but I answer them anyway because it's just like every time when I do get a, a question or a segment that's really triggering to me hell I've even cried on here before but, like, I live by what Complex said, living your truth. You know, nobody can hurt you if you know what it is. Like, nobody can mm-hmm. use it against you if you already acknowledged it. So that's where I just open up and be free at because it's just like, okay, I already said that. What you going to say different to hurt my feelings? Like, you know, so. Exactly. Yeah. i be ready <laughs> to just hang the phone up, y'all. I'm, I kid you not. Just hang it up. Right. Um, with me, so with the sick and cheese for the soul topic, Queen came to tell you, like, in the beginning, I used to struggle with picking topics because I wanted this one to be different from my other podcast, Self Love My Rehab. And, like, you know, Queen came with this time, like, we should do that topic. I'm like, I'm trying to make this different. You know, like, I want each podcast mm-hmm. to have its own individuality. And it's like, if honestly, I'm probably really proud of myself because I look at both and I'll be like, I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got mm-hmm. something different going on in Queens of Vibes and Visions. It's like, it feels like church in here. You know, self-love is my rehab. I wouldn't say it's like a rehab. It's like a counseling. Uh, it's like a laid-back counseling session, but I get church in here because me and Queen K, we love God. But at the same time, yeah. I love the fact that we, we are two black women who could talk about tasks 
taboo topics like sex and everything, and I just feel really free. And I just found out from Queen K that the sex episodes was the ones that I was really open on, and I didn't even know because I feel like I have such a a shameful I have like a shameful feeling when it comes when it comes to sex. So like you know, I, but I guess I'm real open about it when it comes to educating. But sipping tea for the soul topic, like my thought process with with that, just trying to make sure that it's different. Um, trying to make sure that Queen K won't try to fight me and be like, you know, this is the end of our friendship <laughs> because, like she said, she is a very quiet person. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, with this with this uh segment. I really felt like I really feel like a shitty friend because it's a lot of stuff that you opened up about that we never talked about before. And that's why mm-hmm. I say, you know, Queens of Vibes and Visions is definitely a podcast that, that needs to be out there to show women how to be, you know, what I'm saying like better sisters to each other because we do mm-hmm. live by that whole what happens in this house stays in this house. So when you're going through some shit, you rather just call your girls up to go get a drink and you don't talk to them about, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, what what you're struggling with. So, like, I just felt like a shitty friend because it was, like, shit that I just didn't know or I didn't think to ask. Like, I'd be like, damn, like, well, who was I, like, who was I friends with this long? Because I didn't know this person. <laughs> I didn't know we had this much in common. But at the same time, this podcast has made us become closer. So, yeah. You know, those that's my thought process. Yeah, that's my thought process with that. With the as a woman question, uh, my thought process with that, well, you know, it's just like stimulate your mind. Like I know you in DC say that I go to the gods, but mm-hmm. I really just be very curious. I really, I'm really just a very curious person, and I feel like because people got frustrated with me asking questions growing up, I'm like, this is a podcast where I can really take advantage of it and just really see. Like, you know, I get inspired from listening to, from watching movies. I'll get questions from that. Or if I, if, if God gives me a message or an epiphany, I'll ask that question, you know, I'll ask the question to bring it in because, like I said before, a lot of shit that I struggle with, I feel like I'm struggling with it by myself. So it makes me mm. feel even better to come in here and see that I'm not alone. You know what I'm saying? So I don't mean yeah. to get on your nerves with it, but, you know, <laughs> it just helps me know that I'm not alone. <laughs> so um, what is your thought process on the um, girl I see you and the girl I got something to say? Okay, so the uh, girl I see you moment, uh, my thought process for that is just because I know what it feels like to feel like I'm not, seen or heard, you know, or appreciated even. And that was just that that right there to get myself together with that, I just be wanting to highlight everybody that I see doing something, you know, especially like women. Women in general, even the single moms, we don't feel like we get enough credit, you know, so I be making sure to highlight everybody. Like my big thing that I've been doing lately is like um the creative process, the creative outlets, like writing and stuff like that. Like you inspired me to give that shout out to all the creative people because I see what you're doing with your book. I see what you're doing with your, um, you know, with your your new hobby or your new pastime with painting and decorating. You know, I see all of that creativity, and I just want you to keep nourishing that and just just keep you motivated. And that's my thing, like with everybody. I just want everybody to motivate. It's enough out here for all of us to win, and that's where 
I feel like my motivation comes from or my thought process comes from when I highlight somebody in the girl I see you moment, you know. I just want everybody to just keep moving forward. Let's just I just I just like to I just like to support and motivate everybody. That's how I am. Like that's that's just me. And yeah, as far yeah. as the yeah, girl I got something to say, that <laughs> sometimes I don't be really prepared for it, <laughs> but uh it sometimes I do and I do get questions, but um that my thought process for that is just pretty much just just get anything off my chest. We go through so much, you know, and um, that gives me an outlet, something to just speak off the top of my head, whatever I got on my brain, to let it out. Because, you know, not all the time you could just talk to somebody. You know, you, you can't talk about some situations with people because they might feel another type of way. But that's just my segment to just really express something that I, I've seen, you know, something that I've came in contact with. It's just me getting something off my chest clearing my chest so that way I can get something else, move something else off my mind so I can sleep better at night. That's how I feel about the girl I got something to say. Uh, the girl I see you and, well, I'm going to say acting Queen K because I know you said we are changing it. The girl I see you moment, um, I like that segment because it does give a chance to let someone know out there, you know, like I see you, even though you don't see, you know, the progress yourself. Because sometimes, like, even though people say, like, oh, you know, you shouldn't ask for credit on things that you should be doing, sometimes you do need to get a pat on your back, you know what I'm saying? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it it, it just goes a long way, you know what I'm saying? It it just goes a long way to say, like, you know what, you got this, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at how far you've come. You know, like, we need that pet talk, you know what I'm saying? Like, because some days you don't have the energy to do it, for yourself, but don't always depend on somebody else to do it because you don't want nobody to manipulate you and dangle that in your face and then take it away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't, you don't need that. Still find the energy to do it for yourself, but the girl I see you moment is that pep talk, and that's why I really give it to the single moms because, I, listen, I, just for me struggling by my damn self to, to, uh, <laughs> to have a child depend on me, Oh, it's like, oh, damn. You know, I need <laughs> I need to really, like, mature more. But I know they say having a kid helps you, but I just give it to y'all because I don't think I could do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. God put doesn't put more on our place than what we can handle, but I have to let y'all know that I see y'all because it's just so much that I see my friend Queen K go through, and it's so much, it's so much stress that I see her go through, but she still pulls it together. Like, you guys – a fucking, a fucking mat. What, what is it? Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, I think y'all be selling crack on the side with y'all jobs because how y'all make shit happen. Happen. I'm telling you, there be days I don't even have no food. I don't have no money to eat. I'm just being honest. But uh, the Ask Queen K girl, I got something to say. I really originally wanted this to be Queen K segment because I want her to see that she has something to say. Okay. Y'all know Queen K is very hard on herself. She brings that into the platform a lot, but I want her to see that she has something to say. I rotate Queens of Vibes and Visions and self-love into self-love is my rehab into rotation with my other podcast. Podcast saved me from depression, you know, three years ago. I had to start listening to podcasts. First it was Pastor Mike Todd, and I just added on to that. I needed to listen to that to help change my mentality because I got tired of I got tired of waking up thinking is this going to be the day I end it all and I'm in a whole nother state you know so mm-hmm. basically listening to this podcast 
especially the ones from the beginning, I'll be like, damn, I need to start applying what I said. And there'll be times where, like, you know, you say something, I'll be like, damn, like, she really fucking gets it. I don't even think she knows, like, you know, how she has a way with words. So I just want to deceive that. That's why I told her, like, listen, make this your own. You can make this a discussion topic where you bring something in and talk about. Be creative, you know what I'm saying, because you're a very creative person. The flyers, the logo, the, um, the, the, the topics, like the aspect that you come up with. Like, I know that you say I'm the brain, but, sweetie, you're mm-hmm. the one that adds the icing to the fucking cake. I just got the ingredients. You put the icing, you make it charming, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're the one that lures the the, um, the listeners to come in and listen to it, you know what I'm saying? Because on my other podcast, we don't, we don't do flyers all the time. We just started doing promotional videos. So you really stepped up and stepped out with this one, and it'd be a lot of 313 calls. That'd be from your end. Now, nobody really call on my end, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, it is what it is. But I just wanted you to know that you had something to say. That's why I was like, that's your segment and i trust that you're going to make it your own oh uh, mm. but yeah <laughs> all right well the last <laughs> one what's your thoughts on the no apology thought and the self-affirmation i know she's about to chew me up <laughs> i okay so i don't okay well i'll get into that but i'm gonna just tell y'all uh those are my two favorite parts of the show actually and no it's not because complex am no they are my favorite because I have lived my life apologizing for everything, you know, and to hear some of the quotes that you come with or some of the the, the topics that you put out there for no apologies, I'd be like, damn, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, that's how I should be living my life, no apologies. You know, I'm a grown woman who just realized that she's a grown woman, so I'd be needing that, you know, because I'm so used to apologizing for everything. Even now, like you said, I've been hard on myself, and it does show in the podcast as well. But that no apology thought get me right together every time because it's like a slap in the face. It's like, girl, toughen up. What you know? Let's go. Get yourself together. <laughs> like, that's, that's how that make me feel. And then the self-affirmation, I kid you not. When I can, when it's not super, super long, I be like, while you said it, I be trying to like type it in my phone at the same time, <laughs> so I can, so I can say it to myself for that week. Like that be my affirmation for that week. Like that's why I love when you mm. say it again a second time because I can really make sure I got all the words right. Because so, one time I put in there something, I'm like, I don't think that's what she said, but we gonna rock with this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um. Yeah, those really helped me. Like the self affirmations that helped me to get to next Monday. Like um, I be needing that like really bad because I'm so down on myself. And with this journey of me trying to find and love on myself, I be needing those affirmations to get me through the day because not all the time I wake up feeling great. You know, especially waking up at four fifteen in the morning, baby. I need a little pep yeah. in my step. So. Those two segments are my absolute favorites because they get me together. And it's like, okay, you know, we get through the hard stuff. We get to motivating people. But at the end, that's where I get my motivation from. That's why I'm like, okay, through this week. All right, I'm Mm -hmm. good now. Like, that's what I get from it. Uh, My thoughts on the no apology thought. No apology thought. I'd be like you. Did I say this? Did I repeat this? But I will listen, and I'm like, okay, I already used that one, and I rotate it out. But um, the no apology thought, 
God had to sit me down with that one for a minute because I remember at one point I was just going to find different meanings. And he was like, you have something to say too. Why don't you start bringing the epiphanies that I give you into the platform? So I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm about to start doing that. And I need to get creative with the self-affirmations as well. You know what I'm saying? Because we got wisdom too. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like we give wisdom to kids, we got wisdom too. And, you know, just like you said, I'm just now realizing that I'm a grown-up. It took me to be 28, 29 to realize I was a grown-up. Like, I was living yeah. in this this world where it's like I was felt like I was just a kid in an, in an adult body doing adult things. No, sweetie. You know, like, you're really in the dark mm-hmm. and time is flying by, but I was so focused on looking at the past. Um, so, you know, like, yeah, like, just bringing those in because, you know, I just can't apologize for who I am anymore. And Pastor Mike Todd was the one that helped me to get like that. You know, to see him as a pastor stand up there and talk about his how he struggled with, you know, his addiction for pornography, how he cheated on his wife and everything, how everyone still embraces him I'm like you know what I need to do that and um mm-hmm. yeah so you know I had to bring it to the platform too like I said before it's not to bully anybody it's just to show like you know you know what I'm saying like it's just really time to wake up and and don't yeah. use what happened to you in the past as a crutch that's all and the self-affirmation um like I said it just helps me to uh it, it helps me to speak more positivity because I I can be I'm a, my own worst critic too I'm very tough mm-hmm. on myself as well. Um, I'm very strict about deadlines, and I'm learning to be more gentle with myself as well. So, yeah. All right, Clint K., I'm sorry. I'm going to let you get into your aspect. My shit went over. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Shoot. Okay, so my aspect is reflection. So what is your favorite segment? I already went, so I'm going to let you go on here. What is your favorite segment? Uh, can we pick two? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so my favorite segment is the girl I see you moment and, like, the sipping tea for the soul topic because I just love the aspects. Like, I love, I love, first of all, I love to see what angle you'll bring it from. And I like that you, I like that you bring a lighthearted, um, I like that you bring a lighthearted uh, beat. I can't know, how am I trying to say it? A lighthearted aspect because I can go too heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go too heavy sometimes. So I like how you're like, okay, let's bring it back into the lighter side. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, just I love how you make me think because you do a lot of research, you know, on your end. It's like I I feel like ever since I left college, I've been lazy with doing research, and I'm so ashamed to say that. But, you know, I educate myself with great with the grapevine, you know, with, other, mm-hmm. um, with friends on podcasts. So, like, I like how you you help me to think and you help me to expand my mind and to, like, do my own research. Because when you send me the question, I'm like, okay, now I got to go look this up so I can know what the hell she's talking about. Because, like I said before, <laughs> uh, to be 30 years old, I still need to know more about my history when it comes to racism. Because, <laughs> like I said, my grandmother didn't talk about it. So, like, um, yeah. you know, sit the for the soul and the girl I see you moment. Because it's like every week we get to shout out somebody and we get to motivate them. You know, like we get to let all different types of women out there know that they are loved and that we see you, you know what I'm saying? And I just love like the guest that comes on as well. Like 
I know we, I, I ain't going to jump yeah. ahead. I already know you got another question coming. But, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I just love, like, everything so far that I've learned. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, my next question is, what are your thoughts when the lady comes down? We know y'all can't hear it, but it's a lady that comes down before we go on. So, Complex, what are your thoughts when she's coming down? Man, when she say six, I lose it every time because she puts every damn six, okay, minutes. But um, sometimes I do be worried because there have been times where it would count down on my end and then it will say, sorry, Blog Talk Radio is having some problems, goodbye, and it will just hang up. And when it does that, you know, it'll basically end the show. <laughs> and, you know, like um, there have been mm. times on the show where, like, I've worried, is, is my mic going to blink out to where Queen K can't hear me and then I got to hang up and then it's dead air. I think about a lot. But I just pray to God, like, you know, let this be a great show. Give me the words that you want me to say. You know, send me the message that you want me to give to the listeners, and it's going to be good. And I just be praying that I never say, Welcome to self love with my rehab. That'd be my only thing. But I've been doing good so far. What about you? <laughs> uh, me? Okay, so before she even start her countdown, I call every time at like six fifty, right? So before mm-hmm. she even do it, I'm like, God, give me the words to say. Because I'd be feeling like I'm gonna get on here and I'm gonna forget what my name is. And I had on one episode I stumbled up <laughs> on my name. I don't know what I was thinking about, but like, random thoughts pop in my head when she started counting down. So I be – it just, it's just crazy. Then I be like, oh, my God, I, I don't have everything together. What happens if my phone about to die? What happens if my kids come upstairs? Like, I – y'all, I really be going through it over here trying to keep it as quiet as possible for y'all. Because even though I tell my kids, y'all, I'm about to go record my podcast, keep it down, all three of them will say, okay. But that youngest one, my little Leo <laughs> – that's the one that always waits until it's time to get on to start knocking on the door or coming upstairs to tell me he love me or he wants something or he want a kiss, okay? So uh, it's been a couple episodes where I've actually had to mute it. Um, but, yeah, when she starts counting down, my anxiety starts picking up for some reason. And you would think by us being so far in the game so you know now that it wouldn't but every time I hear her say inside so I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> so that's what my thought process be y'all I'll be all over the place <laughs> um so my next question is what have you learned about yourself throughout this experience um what I've learned about myself is that I can be very prideful still because um, I was ashamed to admit that I was single after all of the, you know, investments that I had with, you know, this person, having him on episodes and just, you know, speaking so highly of him. But, you know, God Mm -hmm. basically told me, you know, sometimes life, like, no, in life, changes are going to happen. You know, it's like, and there's some changes that, that that is out of your control. But how are you going to have others live in their truth when you're too prideful to talk about this and you're too prideful to talk about that? So um, mm-hmm. once I ripped that Band-Aid off, and I think this, I, I ripped it off in here, 
before I ripped it off on the other one. I'm like, oh, okay, this ain't shit. I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I realize people are still going to talk. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have the haters, and you're going to have the people that's carrying you on for doing that and committing you to be that strong. But at the end of the day, I have to release it so that I won't be holding on to it. Because after this show goes off, I'm not with those haters. I'm with myself. Mm-hmm. And I need to have peace of mind and be free at all times. So I learned that I can live in my truth and that I don't have to be too prideful about stuff. But I have also learned that I have a longer I have a longer road to go with this healing process than I thought. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I've always said before, I don't know everything and I don't have it all together. But I thought that I was, um, you know what I'm saying, like waking up from a lot of stuff, but there's still days where I cry. There's still days where I wake up and I'm mad. You know, there's still shit that happened to me in the past that I still be ready to go not kill somebody for, but I find myself biting my finger, biting the inside of my cheek. And I'll be like, whoo, you need to shift your Mm. mentality. I'll be having to check my emotions a lot. So this podcast has taught me, like, okay, I am not further along. I need to, you know, work on some more stuff. And we're always going to be working on ourselves. But this podcast helps me to embrace that. You know what? I'm a strong woman. And Queen Picasso, you know, shout out to her. She has said the other day, I had shared this uh, video that um, Tamara Maury had came out with about, like, how she didn't know what it meant to be an empath until she realized that she was one. And um, mm-hmm. I remember Queen Picasso had commented under there, and she was like, girl, she was like, that's why my anger side comes out, because it, it's supposed to protect me. And I was like, wow, because I've always been ashamed of my bitchy side, because you know how men can make you feel like, oh, you a nagging bitch, mm-hmm. nobody ever wants you, so you try to, you know, like, dim that side. But when she said that, I'm like, you know what, that's why... I think that's why we're so snappy, Queen K, because that other side comes out because the motherfucker thinks that, that we we won't. I wish the nigga would. Mm-hmm. I got to Hello. Text myself so you won't take advantage of me. So yeah, what about you? Um, <laughs> so uh, this experience has has really really taught me a lot. Like I've learned a lot about myself. For one, the main thing that I've learned is that I do have a voice. Um, I don't have to be afraid of how I feel because how I feel is valid. Um, I can speak from my, my past and not let it affect my future anymore. Um, I've learned that I have grown a lot. From the first episode up until now, I have definitely, definitely grown a lot. Like, it was so bad with the first season of us that I didn't okay, even listen back to none of it because I don't like the way I sound. But now I can't shut up now, so <laughs> you about to hear this voice. So um, <laughs> I have definitely, uh, and then, like, with the research, it came a time, like, when we first started, I was asking Complex to help me with the questions and all that stuff until one time she was like, no, you got this. Go do it. So I'm just like, oh, shit, here we go. I'm about to mess up. I don't want to do it no more. Like, <laughs> but I actually start like digging into it and I start doing research and I start reading articles and stuff like that and it just helped and like now once I'm given the aspect and me and complex like I might ask her for a little bit of understanding on the topic because y'all we come up with topics way before the season even mm-hmm. ends like we come up with topics for a while <laughs> like we already got the next lineup about to happen but anyway 
Um, so we might forget. Yeah, we might forget what we what we said that we was gonna do. So I would just have to ask her. Okay, so where were we going with this, or vice versa? Right. And um, once I get that understanding, I'm pretty much good. I can go do my research as need be. Come up with my questions. I send them to complex. She send me hers, and we ready. So um, I've definitely learned that I am much stronger than I give myself credit for. I know I'm still going to be hard on myself, y'all, but like I said, it's a process. I don't want to be – Don't please don't take my words as, oh, she want to be like that because she want attention. No, I, I would much rather not care, you know, but um, it's just me going through this process, and it's, it's just dope to have this outlet. Like, this is something that is near and dear to me. Like you said, when you realize that this is your baby – you know, you want it to grow. You want to nurture it. And that's how I feel about this podcast because it's giving me my voice that I didn't know I had. So that is the major key that I've learned from this whole experience. So my last question is, hold on, y'all, my phone locked up on me. There we go. (laughs) Okay. What episode really spoke to you and how have you applied those lessons in your life? Okay, so we've had some dope-ass episodes, and I'm not holding y'all up. Every season, like, if I could just say this real quick, I love when we do our episodes where we interview each other about what we struggle with because it does help Mm -hmm. me. But the one that that I really apply is when we had Ken on for Growing Apart, and she talked about intentionality. Because for me to go on my soul-searching journey, I never under, I never really heard that word before, and I never understood reasons for it. But to be intentional is to basically do everything for a reason, you know, for a better reason, to better yourself. So I've been applying, like, being intentional. Like, you know, me, like, if um if I, if I come across a guy and, you know, like, we're having conversation, I have to let him know up front, listen, I'm not looking for a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Just because niggas mm-hmm. will try you. Men will try you. I'm not. I'm trying not to call y'all niggas. Men will try to test and see and see what they can get away with. So I let them know up front. Listen, I'm not looking for that. You can think what you want to think because you know they always think, oh, that's just a way for you to go be a hot girl or you to go be a hoe. I hit no CD. That's that's what you think. But you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. listen. I'm focusing on myself. Like just to be intentional. I meditate every day because I want a better mind. So I really apply that to my life and I'm learning to be intentional on purpose and you know basically how I'm doing that's like when my mind goes into negative thoughts I have to just shift it it's not going to happen overnight I'm realizing that and when I'm putting myself first now because sometimes I feel bad for putting myself first but then I listen Mm -hmm. to that episode and how she says you got to be intentional on purpose I tell myself in the uh in, in the um, words of Dustin from Friend Zone Podcast, hurt feelings because they don't mind hurting yours. So I tell myself mm-hmm. that when I'm putting myself first, hurt feelings because they don't mind hurting yours. You know what I'm saying? Put yourself first. Don't be, don't feel bad. What about you? Okay, so that one was my favorite one as well because of the um, intentionality because that was my first time ever hearing about that. But the episode that really, really spoke out to me because this this series really dragged me was our <laughs> forgiveness university. Like that, yes. oh god, that that had me really because you know 
I listened to the whole series. I mean, I know even though me and you would talk back and forth, it just hit different when we put those questions to it, and we just really, like, yep. that gave me so much clarity. Like, I, I mm-hmm. realized that forgiveness is the one thing that's really holding me back from a lot of stuff. Like, it's holding yeah. me back from really to who I want to become. It's holding me back from really forgiving my past and letting it go, you know. So um, mm-hmm. that one right there, that really hits a home. Now, how I'm applying it is I have been taking everything one step at a time. I've been doing some self-reflection. I'm even, I've even been fasting just to ask God to help me with this forgiveness part because I realize that I will fast and pray for everything that I want, but I have never fasted and prayed to ask God to help me with forgiveness. So this time I'm yeah. doing it right, and I feel amazing. Like that episode really, really spoke volumes to me, and it, it's got me on this 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 new little spiritual journey that I'm on and I just I just had so much like I don't know, I just it's a lot of understanding that I've gotten out of this. So that is one that really hit hard with me. Okay. <laughs> that was a pretty good segment. We wrapping it up. We're yeah. gonna jump right into the as a woman question. All right. So the as a woman question this week is um why do we cringe or judge when we see other women post pictures with nearly nothing on? Okay, for me, uh, and I'm not afraid to admit this, it's me not loving how I look. So it's just like, well, why she got to post that? We know she look good. Like, I just, it's it's a tinge of jealousy. Even though I know we're not supposed to be jealous and we're not supposed to, you know, compare ourselves to others, but it's hard when you're constantly beating yourself up about how you look, you know, and you already don't feel the prettiest and you see this girl posted up and she got all these likes and all these comments. We want that, you know. I know I secretly want it. Like, damn, I want somebody to look at me like that even though she don't have all the clothes on, you know. So then that's when the hate come in. Well, she only getting that many because of she have dressed. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's just, I think it's just with me, I can just speak for me, it's a tinge of jealousy. Like, okay, I wish my body did look like that. But that is why I turn my nose up like, "Mm, she don't even got to do all that, but that's why. Mm, Okay. Um, I think for me, the reason why I cringe or judge is because, um, it's, I guess, like, it's an uncomfortableness for me because it's, like, it's something that I can't do. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a flat stomach. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I'd be thinking the worst because of what I heard my grandma and them talk about growing up. Like, oh, like, you know, she's too fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a if a girl had on a skirt and everything and, you know, like, just the, the whole – I, I – I don't I don't want I don't want to sound like this and I'm I'm very ashamed to say it but one time I I had on some shorts and uh mm-hmm. I think I was I was standing on the porch and I was trying to get down the steps and I was by my mother's boyfriend and she got pissed at me because she was like why are you standing next to a man with them shorts on it's just like you don't want to get that type of attention. Like, I didn't mean to piss my mom off, but if you really think about it, and I know we're going to talk about this topic in our next season, why are you, you know what I'm saying, judging a child, you know what I'm saying, for having mm-hmm. shorts on, you know, by, around your man? Is there something wrong with that man that you don't feel comfortable with the child being around? So 
Exactly. It's like you grow up and you start to think the same way, like, oh, she only has on those half clothes because, you know what I'm saying, she wants that attention. Or, you know what I'm saying, she's doing this for life. And it does play, jealousy does play a part, you know what I'm saying, because you can't do it. But mm-hmm. um, I was talking to my homegirl, Melissa, you know, and, um, you know, she was basically saying, like, as women, we need to start, um, we need to start opening up. And, you know what I'm saying, embracing our sexuality. We should be able to wear what we want to wear. It's men who have to learn that they need to control them themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll yes. go over to Africa and you'll see the woman with their breasts out, and men know not to touch that. You know what I'm saying? They know that it's the nutrients for the child to feed off of. You get what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. over here in the United States of America where we got fucked up people that think very fucked up. So... Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just like I just always wonder, like, because it makes me feel uncomfortable. But now when I see a girl, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, showing off her body, hey, listen, embrace it, you know what I'm saying, because it, it's just time to change the norm. You get what I'm saying? Side mm-hmm. getting wiped up anyway, so let's change the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times when we get dressed up, we don't do this for a man. We do this to make ourselves feel better. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, guys just need to mature more you know what i'm saying i had a talk with a guy the other day about this like he said he would feel some type of way if his woman had on nearly nothing and other men were gawking at her he would be mad at her and i said well what if she is wearing it for you and you know like just his response just show like you got a lot of more growing up to do you know what i'm saying mm. i'm not about to sit up here and you know what i'm saying watch what i wear to make you feel comfortable fuck no exactly so, yeah that's my take on it Thank you for answering. No problem. Thank you for asking. All right, so we're going to jump right into the girl I see you moment. Y'all, this is our moment to highlight people. So uh, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to highlight all of the podcast queens. If you are a female and you are doing this podcast stuff, my hats are off to you. Um, Keep on doing it. Keep on striving, y'all. You do definitely have a voice. Let your voice be heard. Um, I know we have to kind of, like, monitor sometimes what we say, so we want to send people. But just, you know, just understand that how you feel is valid. Keep on going. I see you queens out there. Any queen that's doing a podcast, our hats off to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to shout out uh, – I want to shout out the girl that did the erotic show. Girl, I see you because I don't know if I could have been <laughs> naked like that in front of people, but like she, she really did her thing. She got tied up. She got neon paint on her. She even got a vibrator stuck to her. Like you know, like she really put on oh, that wow. show. You know what I'm saying? It, it was, it was just a dope free experience. Like you know, I got the paint and everything. I want to shout out my homegirl Mook. Happy birthday again! I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, girl. Happy I see birthday. you again. <laughs> And I just want to shout out, um, I just want to shout out all black women. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we don't, we matter. We are beautiful. You know what I'm saying? No matter if you still trying to get it together and you don't see yourself as a queen. And for the ones, you know what I'm saying, who wear their crowns very well, I see y'all. And, you know, I always generalize it. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, Oprah, you get a, you get a girl I see. You get a girl I see. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, y'all, so that wraps up that segment. Uh, We're going to jump right into the AO, Ask Queen K. Okay, so 
complex, me and complex uh, were talking about this topic, about this, um, this beauty salon where this mm-hmm. woman got her hair done and she pretty much didn't want to pay the girl. So the girl, the stylist, uh, then locked her in the the salon, and the the woman pulled out a gun. Now, before, well, no, because the gun, the lady had the gun out when a other client jumped up and said, "I'll pay for it." But like the stylist said, it's not about the money; it's about the principle. So, in my ayo ask Queen K, I want to know who was right and wrong because I got my own view on it. But I'm gonna let Complex Complex you tell me how you feel about that. So I had read it in the Detroit Self everything, and the girl, the the client, the the hairstylist basically said like, you know, she doesn't take she doesn't take appointments that were scheduled within 24 hours. She usually needs someone to schedule two days before because it takes her 24 hours to check it. But she knew the girl and she brought her in. Now I understood where the hairstylist was coming from, but I felt where the other customer was saying like, listen, it ain't worth dying over 45 dollars. Mm-hmm pay it. You get what I'm saying? Like, I understand at the end of the day that that's, you know, y'all livelihood because, you you know, you broke it down to me. Like, I never stopped to think about, you know what I'm saying, um, how, like, like this this is y'all hustle. Y'all don't get a, 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 a biweekly paycheck. There may be some days y'all don't make no money at all. I used to always mm-hmm. look at it like, dog, that is, that, 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 that's a quick way to get money. They don't got to wait for a paycheck. They get money every day. But you brought me back down to reality. But I will say in this one, you know, I'm glad that the hairstylist let her go and, and didn't decide to hold me because it's really not worth, you know what I'm saying, dying over. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let somebody else yeah. pay for it and don't bring that bitch back to the fucking shop. But that lady was mm-hmm. wrong, though. Like, that, it just reminds me when I used to work in retail. People always want discounts. And they always trying to get something for fucking free. It just makes you mm-hmm. feel like dog, like, like what the fuck? You a cheap ass? Why are you out shopping if you trying to finesse? You know what I'm saying? Support exactly. the business. Exactly. What about you? Okay, so when I looked at the video, I felt like um, the stylist was right. You know, like okay, mm-hmm. with me, even though yes, I do do hair here and there, but I also have a full time job that I work every day. Mm-hmm. She may not have a full-time job. That might be her only job. So you're going to play her. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, it's not about the money because I'm sure she could have got another customer in there or she could have just took the money from the client. No, it was about mm-hmm. the fact of you think I'm about to service you. Take my First mm-hmm. off, I let you in, and, I, you know, I, I bent the rules for you, one, for one. I bent the rules yes. for you. I did your hair, and then not only did I just do your hair, you're going to sit and wait until I'm finished with it to try to walk out on me? No. You're going to get your ass locked in here like everybody else. So I feel like <laughs> she was she was right to uh, do what she did as far as locking her in because at the end of the day, it is about the principle. It's not like, you know, she could have, like I said, she could have picked up the money from the client that was trying to pay her, but it was like, no, why would you do that? That's some that's some whole shit. Why would you try to run out right. on me and I just serviced you? You fly as hell, but now you're trying to run out? I think the only Definitely. reason that the, the stylist let her go out was because she was waving that gun trying to threaten. And she didn't want to endanger the lives of anybody else, and she thought about it. Like, this is petty, yeah, but, I'm you know, she's going to get hers. I think she finally realized that, you know, God going to handle her because that was some weak stuff. People need to stop playing yeah. with people. 
This is my right. livelihood. You are not about to take out of my mouth because you being cheap. Like, no. Mm. If you knew you didn't have no money, don't sit your ass in my chair. That's why a lot of these people be thinking these stylists are being so unfair when they requiring a deposit now or when they mm. want their money before they start servicing you. Like, when I went, this was a while ago before I started braiding my own hair. Right. This was due to personal reasons. Like, at the African shops, when you go get your box braids or any type of braids, they want you to pay them their money up front before they even put the mm-hmm. first braid in your hair. Like, it's a big sign mm-hmm. to say pay first and then you get your service. But I understand that. At first I didn't, like, oh, yeah. uh, what if they mess up? Then how much? No, you have to be like that with people now because everybody right now is at the finesse stage. Unemployment running out. Yeah. They don't have money yeah. to, you know, go on. You know, before it was like, oh, I'll throw you two, three hundred, five hundred dollars to give me a next day appointment. They didn't care about money. Now shit getting tight. Stuff getting back real. They got to start back working. Mm. Now everybody trying to finesse people out of their money. No, no. Right. Because I work for this. So, yeah, I I don't feel like the stylist was wrong. I'm, I am mm-hmm. happy, however, that it did not escalate because that could have been another dead stylist or another dead customer yes. in, the, in the shop because she didn't want to pay. But I don't feel like right. she was wrong. People, you know, she probably went to school for this. It's her livelihood. She probably got kids to feed. So, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I did have one more question. Go ahead. I did have one more question for you because um, my homegirl here said that, you know, she doesn't like to work in the shop. She'd rather work at home because, like, it's just too many different energies that you have to – she's a very mm-hmm. spiritual person, but she said it's too many energies that can conflict and, and mess with her energy and make her, make her, like, not enjoy what she does. Do you think it's easier to do um, clients at home because you have – more of a say-so on, like, who can come to your house and who can't, or do you think it's better working in the shop? I love working out my house. Like, I've been offered okay. the opportunities to work at two different shops, but I, I understand where your stylist is coming from because my thing is I can't control my atmosphere. I cannot control a shop's atmosphere because you got other stylists who have other clients that run in and out of there, yes. and I feed off of people's energy. You do something, I could be mad the whole day, and that'll throw me off of my clients or my customers, you know. But at my house, mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can set the atmosphere. Like before each of my clients, I have this thing where before they come, I set up my table. Then I'll burn some uh my burn. I'll light my candles. I'll play my gospel music. And then I'll have my cinnamon sticks, uh, maybe some Palo Santo, just on the stove, you know, so I can clear out this spirit. And then even after, like, sometimes I get some clients that have given me some, you know, some bad little vibes. I, you know, I ain't going to put my clients' names out there. But, you know, but afterwards I'm <laughs> able to cleanse my whole area, you know. Sometimes it's a little <laughs> difficult <laughs> letting all those spirits in there. And I got kids. But yeah. I make my kids, they can't come past the front room when I'm doing the client because you never know. Like, you, you just right. don't want the, the vibe off in your house. So um, I can control who comes in. I don't have to accept the client if I don't want to. You know, so I do feel like it is better for me. In my opinion, it's better for me to work out my house than to work in the shop okay. because I can control my atmosphere. That's how I feel. Mm. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, no problem. All right, so we're going to jump right in. Well, y'all, this is the closed caption of our our show. Um, we got the no apology thought followed by the self-affirmations complex. Go ahead and give it to us. 
Okay, so um, I got shit. I got two, so I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna do this one. Uh, this was this hit close to home because I prayed to God this weekend and I started to get mad. But it says when God shows you the harsh reality of others, don't get mad. Thank Him instead. Um, I just say this: when you pray to God. Ask him for strength because he's going to show you. You know what I'm saying? He's not going mm-hmm. to sit and say, no, nah, sweetie, you ain't ready. When you ask, okay, I'm going to do it. Um, you know, we pray all the time <laughs> for God to, like, you know, let me know that he ain't the one or this and that, and then God will give us a sign. Okay, God, wait a second. I'm going to wait, you know what I'm saying, because I don't think that that was the sign. <laughs> it was the damn sign, and he showed me a sign this weekend, I was ready to get mad, and I was just ready to go off, but then I thought about it, I'm like, you know what, thank you, thank you for helping mm-hmm. me to see that, I know that this reality is probably going to hurt, I know that I'm going to be in my feelings, but thank you for opening my eyes to see that, now I need you to give me, you know, help me, to help give me strength to um get through it, and like Pastor Mike Todd said on the the upgrade series, you know, he said, ask for the gift of healing, and I've been asking for that. So, um, you know, don't get mad at him. What you ask for, he's going to give to you. And mm-hmm. stop acting like you don't see it. Because I know he'd be, he be up in heaven all the time doing the white boy being takes. Like, this month, <laughs> you know, like, I know he'd be ready. <laughs> and uh, my last one is by Kira J. She is a poet um, from Philly. She's a Leo. I met her at the Pandemic Poetry event. She said, people's love for you is not a reflection of your love for you. It's a reflection of their love for themselves. What is a reflection Dang. of your love for you is how much you are willing to put up with in the name of what you think is love. So um, that shit slapped me because I'm like, what you mean? You know what I'm saying? Everybody that comes to our life is a reflection of us. But what she's saying is how a person treats you is their version of love, what they were taught, what they've seen growing up. Your reflection of love is what you put up with. So if you sit up here and you tell him, I don't like it when you do this, you know what I'm saying? I don't like it when you disrespect me. I don't like it when you have that bitch over here, but you're still giving him sex. Or, you know what I'm saying, he still continues to treat you like shit. He's still taking, you know, sex away. Or he's still finessing and playing mind games. Like Maui, the writer, said, um, a guy is not going to change. They hear you nagging about it. They hear you saying what you don't like. But if you continue to still stay, they're going to think, okay, well, Something that I'm doing, she must like. So there, there must not mm-hmm. be a need for me to change because she's still giving me the pussy. She's still investing her time in me. You know, she's going to always be right there. Start putting yourself first and reevaluate what love is. Thank you, Kira J, for that. And my self-affirmation um, tonight is from Blue underscore Rain on uh, Instagram. She said, I am seriously protected from anybody wishing my downfall, negativity, and harm. I am protected from any ill will that could have a negative effect on my well-being mentally and physically. So, with that being said, <laughs> that's my self-affirmation. I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We out, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace and love.